What's up, guys? Welcome back to Dope Brothers in the Podcast, episode number 14. Uh, this will, for all intents and purposes, be our Christmas episode, so hope you guys enjoy. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at 2DopePodcast and let us know what you guys think. Thanks. What up, man? What's going on, big homie? Chilling, chilling. Chilling like a villain? Mm-hmm. Goal to filling. Um, no clue what that means, but uh, you know, it, sounds, you know. it sounds cool. Well, you know, it's that life. Living that gangster life. Really. About, about, about it. About, about it. All right, everybody. Welcome to episode 14, Two Dope Brothers in the Podcast. So great to have everybody back. And uh, happy holidays and Merry Christmas to you, Chris. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Like Chris Berman, let me be amongst the first to wish you happy holidays. <laughs> and especially happy holidays to all of our listeners out there. Uh, whether you're celebrating Hanza, Christmas, Kwanzaa, or whatever festive holiday time celebration you would uh, take in, we uh, want to wish you all happy holidays. Uh, Christmas a few days away, Chris. How prepared are you? I was born prepared, my man. Strapped with an AK? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm good, man. Everything's good. We got Sarah. I've been out of town all week, so Sarah did uh, the majority of the shopping. I've got uh, the day Shout off tomorrow. Shout out to Sarah. Yeah, yeah. She came Hold through in the down. clutch. Yeah, kept me away from the mall, but unfortunately, I got to go to the mall tomorrow. Uh-oh. I got the day off, so um, I'm going to do that, and we'll see how it goes. So what? Uh, what? what is it that's getting you to the giant gathering of... Suburbanites. I have got to go buy her gift. Uh, I would uh, ask if there's any uh, any thoughts or anything uh, that you may have, but we never know. Sarah could just pop in and listen to the podcast. Or I'm sure she could probably hear you, so I uh, won't make you uh, spoil. But uh, are, are you mm-hmm. going sentimental? Or are you going, you know, um, practical? Practical. I like mm-hmm. it. I like she getting she getting a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Hey, ooh, ooh, you might get a, a Christmas morning snack with that, sir. Man, she might really like a goddamn vacuum cleaner. You don't know. Yeah, that's true. You never know. It, could, it just depends on how the gift's received, I guess. I guess. So with that being said, Chris, uh, let's talk about worst Christmas gift you've ever received. What, uh, what was the worst gift that you ever got for Christmas? Worst gift? Um, I, don't, I don't know if I really ever got a... <laughs> oh my god did you hear me sneeze um i, I don't know was... if i ever really get i don't know if i ever really got a bad gift i've had a lot of bad christmases but not like a bad gift do you have something in mind that you got that you were like yeah that shit was bad um yeah so i mean it was many many moons ago um we did a, a christmas exchange at school and i don't know if it was a joke or if it was legitimate like so you got each other's names um, you know, on a, uh, uh, I forget the teacher gave it out to everybody. So it was like a secret Santa type deal. Uh, so you got a, somebody's name on a piece of paper and it was literally like a $20 limit, um, on, on the gifts. And so I remember like, I got a good friend of mine and so I knew exactly what he wanted and it was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figure. So it was easy enough. Uh, he liked the, he liked Donatello and, 
Leonardo, who I don't think were too incredibly popular back in the 90s. So they were kind of easy to find. Like Raphael was hard to find. Michelangelo was hard to find. So I was able to get that for him. But um, I remember I got mine and it was literally a fruitcake, Chris. You've got a fruitcake? I got a fruitcake in the fourth grade. I mean, I don't know what sick, twisted, deranged fuck gives a fourth grader a fruitcake, but that was my Christmas gift was a fruitcake. And I don't mean to sound ungrateful. I don't know. Do you sound hella ungrateful. I do. do You sound sound the most ungrateful. I sound super terrible. It might have been goddamn delicious. Chris, no, it wasn't. I don't like (laughs) fruitcake. It was disgusting. It was homemade, and I I just felt terrible. I didn't really know this kid that well. What Um, if you had cats and shit, and the cats got on the counter? Oh, God, they walk in their own shit. Yeah, I was getting getting weirded out by (laughs) home-cooked shit. (laughs) Yeah, my mom said, don't eat out of everybody's kitchen. But that was probably, (laughs) I would say, maybe not worse, but biggest letdown um, of a Christmas gift. Um, But, yeah, that that, that was probably my, my best example of something like that. All right. Yeah. I don't have anything like that that really sticks out in particular. Well, I mean, it's kind of boring. Sorry. It's all right. I mean, we got to have a, some, some type of boring section in the podcast and this is just it. So now we got to fire on all cylinders from here on out. Yeah. Do you want to hear my, okay, here, I, I got something that will redeem. Do you want to hear my worst Christmas story? Sure. Lay it on us, brother. Okay. So I got these, uh, I got these grandparents. And they're uh, they're they're wonderful people. Uh, they had us. Uh, they lived in a little town called Idaho Springs, which is about an hour and a half away from Colorado Springs. And sometimes we would get the pleasure of spending Christmas with them. So this one particular Christmas, they invited us up, and we went up. And their idea of Christmas uh, dinner was to hang out in this bar that they hung out in. And so we went into this bar. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> no, no, it gets better. So we hung out in this bar. And we had uh, hot dogs for uh, for our, our Thanksgiving or for our Christmas dinner, and uh, about halfway through our hot dog dinner, um, <laughs> this fucking homeless guy laying in the bar on this wooden bench was throwing up uh, straight up into the air and then back into his mouth. Uh, <laughs> we had our Christmas dinner. Oh, um, and then a cat so, walked across the counter. Or yeah. The bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that was like, oh. my, like that's like, you know, uh, it was like, oh, fuck, that was a weird Christmas, man. <laughs> um, so, it's I, not how you would think you would spend Christmas, but that's, you know. Yeah, no, that's uh, an interesting one. And I, I mean, Christmas is populated with many interesting stories, you know, yep. and that's, I'll never forget the uh, most fun, the most fun Christmas, I'll say, uh, on record was uh there's we were having a christmas rehearsal at uh one of my my churches that i went to when i was younger and um you know it was like christmas rehearsal for the big sunday christmas sunday you know extravaganza so the deacon choir was there the regular choir was there the youth choir was there which i was a part of and so we're all practicing getting ready and i didn't even i mean like chris i'm young i'm like eight at the time so i don't know what's going on but all of a sudden my pastor's really uh, younger guy, probably like early 40s, sharp dressed, you know, nice guy. And all of a sudden, his wife comes storming into the church, coming down the aisle. And she is just going off on this guy. I've never heard so many words creatively strung together. 
to uh, demoralize somebody. And she just slaps this guy across the face. And, you know, there, then this other lady is standing there and she starts going back and forth with the pastor's wife. And the pastor's like trying to like get her to stop. <laughs> and the wife's like starts moving towards this chick. He's dropped, let's go. The other girl grabs his wife and she's trying to take a swing at her. And so what I didn't realize then, um, what I realized now was he was having an extramarital affair and it kind of all came out at <laughs> this Christmas practice. Holy shit. <laughs> Christmas Sunday. Yeah, that so, sounds like it could be the origin story for the website World Star. That I, could be like the World Star origin story. That's amazing. Yeah, and there, I mean, I was sitting there with, uh, I mean, I was eight years old, so I don't know what I would have been recording with. But yeah, yeah I was sitting there with one the of those big ass VHS recorders. <laughs> world Star! World. Yeah. And that yeah. is when Daryl Wilkerson first uttered the world's yeah. world star. <laughs> yeah, you'd be way richer right now if that was the case. You, oh, you motherfucker, you weren't thinking back then. I wasn't, man. I wasn't thinking about social media and uh, global internet dominance at such a young age, but I'd never forget it. And then, like, the whole congregation's up in arms. People are following people outside, and my mom's like, let's just go. Let's just go. Let's just go. And no, I- no. Mom, <laughs> pump the fucking brakes. We're going to see how this plays out. And I, I, I just, I, I mean, I have no clue what's going on, and I'm just like, um, what? <laughs> that's so, fantastic. It was, uh, it was, it was quite, it was something to uh, behold. But yeah, that's yeah. my my crazy Christmas story. Oh, that's good, man. That's that's a good Christmas story too. Absolutely. I mean, Christmas is a wonderful time. I love creating these stories, and I'm sure. Now that I'm older with children, I'll be, uh, I'll be the subject of some of those stories moving forward. Mm-hmm going to uh, nebraska uh this weekend so yeah when are you leaving uh we're gonna leave sunday morning at 3 a.m i've set a very hard deadline with my family 3 a.m what the fuck is wrong with you yeah bro i i get it in early you know hit that little mcdonald's pit stop keep trucking and then i like to get there noon one o'clock i like to get you know get in there have my time to wind down dude wow traveling with a four-year-old we're gonna have to make potty break stops and do you hungry stops yeah man yeah, well, good luck with that. That sounds fucking utterly terrible. No, I, what are you talking about? It's going to be just fine. Okay, all right. Just fine, just fine. Right. He's, a, he's a trooper. I like your positive attitude. I like I, that attitude. I like to leave early because he falls back asleep in the car. Does he see mine? Don't. Mine turn into absolute jabberwockies as soon as they wake up. So it's just, until we get there. So you raising future mumble rappers. He was just telling me he likes to jabberwocky and mumble at the same time. He oh, was just boy. telling me that. Oh, so fantastic. You could be raising Eminem 2.0, man. Um, oh, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Just without the dysfunctional family shit. Well, that's that's yet to be determined. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's still a very real possibility. Oh God! <laughs> Fuck! Oh man! Uh, so what else you got going on, Chris? Any uh, any snowflake things chapping your ass this week, or uh, have we got um, that all worked out? Uh, no, I had uh, you know a pretty peaceful week in Madison. I was in Wisconsin. It was there was no snow. It was lovely. Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin. Did you get some cheese curds? I had some cheese curds within uh, about an hour of landing. I had uh, some beers, which was nice. 
I got to see, uh, so I got an unexpected show up of a friend. That's always a good thing. I had a buddy text me on Saturday and or on Monday and goes, can you believe I'm in Madison for one day for a meeting? And I was like, oh my God, can you believe I'm in Madison right this second too? So we got to meet up and drink some beers, which was fun because I was kind of sad that I didn't have any homies in Madison this week. Nice. Yeah. Uh, it's always pleasant. You could have you running a car drove to Chicago. I would have had a beer with you. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a couple-hour drive, and I'm always usually around work people, so that's a tough thing to do. But I ran into another good friend of mine I haven't seen in a while. She was doing well. So it was nice to catch up right before the uh, holidays. Uh, yes, the good old good old catch-up. Uh, definitely love that shit. People keep asking me, when am I going back home to Pennsylvania? And God, the polite answer is never, but... <laughs> That's a that's the right answer too. Not only polite, but also right. <laughs> I gotta figure out the time to get back there. But uh yes. <laughs> it's always hmm. good to catch up with the old homies. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God for Facebook. What would we do without it, right? Well, we'd probably have a lot less depression and suicides and terrible people debating stupid shit, but you know it that, is what it is. True that. Uh I gotta get your I gotta get your opinion on something here. Uh, Let's hear you, it. Have you been uh following <laughs> Following the Patriots uh, debacle uh, from today. Uh, you mean Josh Gordon? Yeah, Josh Gordon. Yeah. Um, uh, so if you haven't heard, guys, Josh Gordon is apparently. Um, he got out ahead of it. Yeah, he got out ahead of it by about an hour or two. Yeah, but he 40, is. 47 minutes or so. <laughs> he is facing indefinite suspension from the league uh, for violating the agreement of his reinstation. Um, I believe this year, and I, I, I mean, I, I just hope the guy gets the help he needs. What help, bro? What help? The fucking guy likes to smoke pot. Who gives a flying fuck if he likes to smoke pot? Who cares if a grown-ass man who makes million dollars a year likes to get high? The fuck the NFL for suspending these guys and treating them like they're a bunch of goddamn criminals for smoking pot? Fuck that. He ought to be able to do what he wants. He plays, he plays in a sport where he runs 100 miles an hour into another full-grown man, and he can't smoke a little weed? Now, fuck off, NFL. <laughs> there we go. Man, you can, kiss, you, can, you, can, you can kiss my ass. I read a story a couple weeks ago about Randy Gregory, too, and how they're putting him in detox and all this bullshit and, and group homes. and uh, I mean, fuck you. Let the guy smoke his fucking weed and go play football to entertain us. Don't be all high and mighty, NFL. Don't. Uh, man, it's so fucking irritating. It's the, that these guys can't get a fair shake to support their families at the one thing they are fucking because they like to get high. And it's legal in like 30 some odd states or something. And yet these guys can't play stupid football. Stupid fucking football. It's not like he's going to work and doing brain surgery. He's playing football. So fuck this. <laughs> All right. So there devil's advocate. Uh, Chris, you got, there's gotta be rules, man. There's gotta be rules. Okay. Okay. So have that not be a rule. Have them <laughs> not be able to smoke meth. Okay. <laughs> now, now I can get behind that shit. So me- you can't but, do heroin. But meth is got illegal it. everywhere. Okay. Okay. Meth is illegal. Right. And in some, sure. and, and, and this is the whole argument, um, I guess, you know, as we we're kind of, you know, broadening our horizons and getting into this conversation about should marijuana be legalized, the, the, the still the thing that hangs out there is, yes, you can legalize it for recreational use, but your employer can still fire you if they have a zero tolerance drug policy. 
So sure, I mean, sure they there's, can. There's, there's, and if I'm a brain surgeon or a cop or somebody really fucking important, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be high at work. But if I'm a goddamn football player running around on a field playing a fucking child's game, I should be able to high as giraffe ass, bro. <laughs> I should be able to paint fucking street signs. It's giraffe ass. <laughs> fuck. I, I mean, it's a slippery slope. Uh, Chris, I'm definitely Slippery slope, you it. and your gateway drugs. I ought to fucking <laughs> slap the shit out of you. You just went with the gateway drug slippery slope <laughs> argument. You sound like a fucking PTA mom right now. I agree with you, Chris. I'm on your side. I, I, I don't, Good. There we go. Debate one. I don't, Debate think, one. I don't think it affects the <laughs> product the NFL puts out because, I mean, if you look at all the scientific data for all the benefits that marijuana can have, especially for guys who play a very physical sport. Uh, I completely agree that the NFL's thinking has to evolve on this subject because these guys, you know, and I take nothing away from them, you know, again, they're getting paid millions of dollars. Should they be? That's another topic to debate. But anyway, they're playing a very physical game, which they sacrifice their bodies uh, for our entertainment. Let's just call it what it is. And, you know, if you've ever had a busted knee or uh, busted ankle or busted shoulder, listen, you know, you don't, you know, painkillers are a scary thing now. Um, It's scary because people are on them just to get over uh, maybe some minor discomfort or maybe even some major discomfort and people are getting hooked and dying on these things. So, so the doctors are quick to prescribe them. So, so when I I broke my arm a few years back and they were fucking quick to give me 50 of them, right? And I was like, listen, I can't really take them. They make my nose itch. I don't feel good on them. I don't want this. And I asked the doctor, I said, how about you prescribe me some weed? And the doctor looked at me stone cold in my fucking face and said, we don't prescribe drugs here. And, and I sit there with a piece of paper in my hand for fucking Percocet. And I just looked at him like, you fucking asshole. So that came and went. And I got through it. And then when I blew my hand up with my firecracker incident, same thing. The first hospital I went to, they gave me like 60 of them. The next, when I came home to Denver, they gave me like another 60 of them. And I was like, I don't want this, bro. I'm allergic to them. They make my face itch. And they were like, oh, no, this is what you're going to need. Uh, why? What, what the fuck? Why can't I smoke the CBD and have it? And that's the one thing that really did help is when I broke my arm and with the firework hand. I smoked some of the CBD out of a vape pen with no THC in it. Didn't get high. Just the medicinal part of the CBD. And the pain went away. I, and I always thought people did it like just like stoners had an excuse to get high. And I, I told one of my buddies, I was, I was like, I can't believe how good this works. It's unbelievable. And uh, I don't know, man. Like, I didn't have any uh, – I, I didn't turn to heroin next. I didn't fucking <laughs> – I didn't go rob my parents' oh, thank house. God. A bunch of, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I did, like, it wasn't a gateway drug. It wasn't mm-hmm. like – I didn't have any side effects. I, you know, like – Fuck. Yeah, and I, but I think that's where you're seeing a lot of the, you know, mindset starting to change towards, you know, legalizing recreational use. But, you know, the thing that upsets me the most is, you know, if I, it, it, I mean, this is the challenging thing, right? So let's say even Illinois legalizes, you know, recreational marijuana use. I could smoke it up at home. But then if I go to work and I'm randomly drug tested the next day, yes, you'll be fired. You're getting and, FI red. Absolutely. And, I, and I, think, I think that's ridiculous where if I can't enjoy something in the privacy of my own residence, not allow it to affect my performance at work the next day. Yeah. Why? You know, there's got to be that. That's got to catch up to the rest of this, you know. And, well, the, and so the other part is, uh, is 
if you go out drinking with your buddies after work, all your buddies from work, all your bosses at work, they all go out and get shit-faced, get in their car and drive home. But they're sober by the next day when they're coming to work, so it doesn't really matter. Like, the drinking part of it doesn't matter. You could be a lush, you could be an asshole drinker, you could be... But that's, like, part of the accepted culture. But as soon as somebody... Oh, that dude smokes weed. Oh, he's a piece of shit. He's a lazy fucking stoner. No, that's not how it works. That's that's that weird misconception that y'all had from watching Reefer Madness back in the day. Like a bunch of assholes. <laughs> Reefer Madness. Oh, God. But, I mean, that's that's the kind of thing that, you know, even though people are like, yeah, legalize it, legalize it, there's a whole lot of other things that have to come either at the same time, which would be a benefit, or shortly thereafter, because it's a much larger conversation I think most people realize that, you know, yeah, it's fine to have it legalized for recreational use, but there are still some further implications that it could prevent you from some other things. And you Well, know, just like those guys who own those shops and shit can't put their money in a bank they can't get insurance right like it's the it's the weirdest bureaucracy like bureaucracy red tape bullshit thing it's it's unbelievable to me the 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 government can tax it they can get tax on it but yet these guys can't be legit and go stick their money in a bank yeah well let's just move to jamaica and we won't have these problems Uh, let's have this fucking orange-faced feather-haired dude get out of the white house quit distracting us from topics that mean something Woo! how you really feel chris that's what's up. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, you know, so <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> just I'm thinking about this whole marijuana thing. It is just really got me laughing. Yeah, um, you got them. You got them giggles. What you What you on, brother? Uh, you know, maybe I'm around here too. So uh, I gotta I gotta tell you, Cash yeah. has been running around for like the last four or five days going. Two dope brothers in a podcast. Two dope brothers in a podcast. I'm jumping off of shit. I think he's going to, that's going to be our theme song. I think is Cashy running and jumping off shit singing, Two dope brothers in a podcast. Listen, man, if you can record that and send me the audio file, I will totally lead that into it's pretty, every episode. Pretty, it's pretty fucking adorable. Because that sounds absolutely amazing. And it's, I think it would just, I think we go to like 120 listens uh, every episode with that. Yeah. Yep. Triples our, triples our audience. Hey, uh, 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 going back to the NFL real quick. Yeah. Just real quick. Just, just so quick. Uh, back to the NFL. Um, did you see what's been coming across the phone here in the last uh, half an hour to an hour? All the uh, updates uh, out of Denver? No, I actually have uh, not. I'm jumping Vance off. Joseph is expected to be fired at the end of the year, which is great news. Great I mean, news. Is, is, is that news? I mean, I'm not even a Broncos fan. Uh, they're acting like it's news. I, I feel like it uh, ought to, like, yeah, don't, no shit. Here's the breaking story of the day, but... I guess they're just now getting confirmations that it's going to happen, so that makes me a happy camper. Yeah, I mean. Granted, it sucks. Somebody has to lose their job, but, you know. Fall guy. I'll make the black guy the fall guy. Oh, for God's sakes. Fuck that, Denver Broncos organization. Should be firing Elway. But nobody wants to touch your golden boy who can't draft prospects for shit. Outside of Von Miller, he's done jack shit for that franchise okay what the fuck are you talking about are you making are you making stories up as you go no i just i i think you're you're you listen maybe vance joseph's not the right guy right maybe it's very john elway is a terrible gm huh that's weird john elway is a terrible gm chris Mm. I, i don't i don't i know you don't like to admit these things because 
God, everybody knows John Elway can do no wrong in Denver. But John Elway is a bum of a GM. Yeah. He's a great, great Hall of Fame quarterback. Never going to take that from him. Respect he, his he, competition on the field, Chris. Mm-hmm. He is a shitty GM. Okay. And we all know it. Well, you know it. You think you fucking know it, but. Hmm. I mean, he's what, got a ch- hey, listen. I'm not. I'm not going to stand. How, how, how happy are How happy are you with his GM performance? Uh, well, I mean, we how went happy to, are you with it? We went to two Super Bowls and won one in the last five years or so. So I would say pretty happy at this point. Um, okay, I think you had he, Peyton Manning, Hall yeah, of, future Hall he, of Fame quarterback. He's he's, uh, he's right at the uh, pinnacle of orchestrating that. So I'm going to give him all the credit in the world to that. The okay. the thing he's got to make a really good hire here and figure out this quarterback situation. And I think he can totally redeem himself. Like, the, the NFL's a crapshoot any goddamn way. So, you know, you roll a couple turds and you figure it out. If he doesn't figure it out now, then I think they're in big trouble. So how likely do you think they are to land Shanahan? Uh, you know, I don't know if they want to land Shanahan. I mean, that, we see what happens with uh, John Gruden coming back after being out a long time. And Shanahan's older than that. I don't... I don't know, man. I'd kind of like to see uh, they figure out, like, somebody give Gary Kubiak a new heart and then let him try it. <laughs> what do you think about Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma? Um, think they come a call him? Man, no, fuck Lincoln Riley. He's only been around for two years. He hasn't proved nothing. Okay. Um, a lot of people are saying his name might get called for a potential gig in the NFL. So, you know, just, just seeing how you thought about that. I heard those idiots on ESPN saying that the Packers ought to hire Nick Saban, too. Nick, Nick Saban can't coach in the NFL. Why the fuck would the Packers screw around and give him $10 million? Nick Saban's not going to mess up a good thing. He's, he's going to ride off into the sunset in Alabama and win a shit ton of championships doing it. Hopefully he rides out after this year. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of college football, did you see yeah. what uh, what Urban Meyer will be teaching at the uh, at the Ohio State as a class next year? Why do I even care? No, it's pretty ironic. That's why you should care. It's pretty funny. Lay it on me. He's going to teach a class about ethics and integrity. <laughs> and I'm not even making that up. I think that's exactly what it is, ethics and integrity. You're kidding me. Uh, you've no, got to be, you've got to be bullshit. I'm me. not. I'm not. It's pretty funny, actually. Yeah. I'm just gonna reserve my comments because I could probably go for 20 minutes, but but it's pretty. This is why Ohio State. Uh, yeah, no, want... it's it's character and leadership class is what it's called. This That's is exactly what this it is. is. This is why Ohio State doesn't get it. Right? <laughs> this is why they don't fucking get Could it. Could they be any more tone deaf? I love it. I mean, and this is the thing with Ohio State fans. God, I mean, I, I know I'm crossing the line here, and I'm going to step over it, and I'll be willing to take all the hate. Um, Ohio State fans are like a fucking cult, okay? They just, Jim Trestle could do no wrong. And even when it came out that he was a bad dude, he's still our coach until otherwise. Oh, he got fired, okay. Um, you know, and it's just like, Guys, okay, Urban Meyer is just questionable at best, okay? Questionable, you know, don't take anything away from being a great football coach, great X's and O's guy. Fine. He's, he's proven himself there, won titles. He's, he's got that down. As a person leading young children into young adulthood. Children. He's not leading young children anywhere. Into adulthood with a leadership class. 
I mean, how dense are you when the man couldn't even exercise good judgment on a guy who was beating the shit out of his wife? What, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Because that is not clearly a guy who I want to teach my 18, 19 year old son or daughter anything about leadership. He should have been the first one to speak up. And instead it was, Oh, I guess I had a big heart and I guess I, I should have in hindsight. And I get it. We can all make mistakes, but when it is about something as serious as domestic abuse, that, that, that is black and white guys. There is no, should I, shouldn't I, if you know something is wrong, you have every opportunity, you have every right and every, um, did your hold on? Did your dildo just go off on the counter? <laughs> what was that? Uh, that was the dryer. Oh, <laughs> I, I mean, you have every responsibility. There it is. Every responsibility to report that, and it's just absolute horseshit that they would let him teach a class like that after what he just came out of. Yeah, he's he's kind of a dick. And the fact he's teaching it just he doesn't get it. They don't get it. The fans aren't gonna. <laughs> This is why I, I can't with Ohio State. They're just in this vortex of a cult like, oh, we win football games and fuck being a good person because it's been a long time since a good person's come out of that university. Well, Marley, Maurice Claret was pretty good. He I said it. Good, he was a good dude. <laughs> Don't get me started, Chris. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what else, man? What else is new? I just saw that General Mattis uh, resigned. That's something. Uh, I must have missed that, Chris. I'm it sorry. Just, just came out, bro. It's just trending right this second. Are you on the Twitters? Yeah, the defense secretary just popped up as an alert on my phone. Defense secretary's out now. Oh, God. Yeah, General Mattis. Uh, yep. Okay. That's something, too. Uh, yeah. I mean, anything else for Christmas? Any other, uh, any other festival, uh, type things going on? God damn it. Uh, no, N- nothing festive. Um, mm. Just really, <sighs> just gonna enjoy some family time, man. I think that's the most important thing here, and uh, yep. love getting back with family anytime we can. I mean, it's an almost eight, ten hour drive, and I don't mind making it anytime we can get back home. Um, yeah, because it's, it's a just, lot of fun. It just doesn't even doesn't even matter to me. Oh, I got it now. You're at the Mathis thing. I'm pretty excited that my uh, my little brother and his wife are coming up. I'm gonna get to see their little maniac boys. Oh, that makes me happy. That. Yeah. So he will be on the podcast next week. Uh, yeah, it's it's yet to be determined what day they're showing up. They, that's how they kind of roll. They're kind of like, yeah, we're gonna be in Colorado for a week. We're gonna spend a night at your house. Well, which night? Well, we don't know which night. We'll just be there. So, well, shit. Nice. Did they even did they even ask? I mean, God damn, they they, they never would have to ask. Excuse me, sir. Might we crash at your pad? Yeah, no, they have the garage code. <laughs> this house is their house. That's how those guys are. Oh man, you're they you're just like that. You're such a nice guy. That, that, oh, we don't roll like that in black families, man. You gotta you gotta like put you gotta like RSVP for oh no for, no. for bedroom space, man. Mm-mm. This dude always has a bed wherever he goes. He's my he's my main man. Are you drinking a frosty beverage? Uh yeah yeah I can I can bootwiser sorry was it loud yeah yeah it was like I just kicked one back I was trying to determine if you were swallowing butt or swallowing semen but excuse me wow no yeah huh what what 
Oh, so uh, um, all the Christmas presents are bought in your household. Everything's ready to rip. Yeah, so we uh, since we're going to be in Nebraska, we actually had to send everything uh, to Nebraska. So everything has, I believe, last package made it there today or tomorrow. So everything will have safely arrived. Um, and yeah, uh, sister in law has been great helping uh, get everything organized and wrapped and making sure you know things are good. You know, it's just kind of funny because my son's cousins actually were opening up his boxes with his presents in it. And I was like, dude, I would add the rule, man. You open it, you wrap it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've opened it, now it's worth the wrap. Yep. But, yeah, so, yeah, I think uh, we – well, here's the thing, Chris. I mean, my kid changes his mind, like, I mean, I, I, like every five seconds. So we have this great list of, like, oh, well, I'm going to ask Santa for this, and I'm going to ask Santa for that. So what do we do? We went and bought the shit that he was going to ask Santa for. And I mean, nothing crazy, nothing wild, you know, just like a King Kong action figure, a Godzilla action figure, uh, some books, some puzzles. I mean, simple stuff, right? Yeah. So I go to school. I go to pick him up from school today. He's got this letter in his hand. It says, Dear Santa. And I'm like, hey, buddy, can I read that? And he's like, no, no, dad, I'm going to show mommy when I get home. I'm like, okay. And so we're getting on the train. We're uh, coming home uh, from downtown. And then he hands me the list. And so, you know, we, we'd already talked about what we were getting. So I was like, oh, maybe he just wrote it out. Um, to reiterate. You know, reiterate, you know, his, yeah. his enthusiasm for these gifts he was going to get. Um, yeah, so, you know, we had talked about Godzilla. We talked about King Kong. We talked about books, puzzles, all these things. Um, yeah, so let me just go through the list for you. Um, it, it was uh, quite extensive. And... Um, most definitely not the uh, things that I had just previously mentioned to you. So uh, here it is. Let me just read to you uh, what we changed our mind to in you know the fourth quarter of the game here. Um, now we want a stingray, a stingray, a dino, and I think maybe we did have dino on the original list. I believe that was one of the things that was on the original list. We get a kick out of this: a goat. A the goat kid wants a goat. And a stingray and a dino, huh? Yeah, um, I'm not sure why my kid wants a goat. I'm I'm mm. getting a little concerned, Chris, um, mm-hmm. that my four year old would be asking for a goat. Yeah, um, that's weird, man. Um, huh. Yeah, um, so we're just gonna leave that there. We'll leave that open ended. Um, a Lego set. Uh, he has flag, and I said, "What flag do you want, son?" American. America, that a boy. American. Yeah, and then boy. Hot Wheels, and then Hot Wheels, which are already on the list for stocking stuffers. So, um, a stingray and a goat. Huh. Well, and these aren't toys, Chris. He wants the actual things so to play with them. Good luck with that. <laughs> you know, you know the the story there goes that Santa only makes toys. He can't get a stingray. They don't have stingrays in the North Pole because it's too cold. Yeah, I tried to explain it to him, and he says, "But Santa will bring me what I want, right?" I'm just like, no. all right, don't don't be that don't be that dude don't no. be that dude, man. <laughs> yep. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Stupid. Kiss roll. Hmm. Well, so all presents brought on your side. Everybody's squared yeah, away. Yeah, my kids only asked for one thing from Santa, and it stayed pretty consistent. Which uh, that was different. That's different than most normal kids. So yeah, Cashy wanted the Hot Wheels track and Brighton just wanted these uh, newborn pup things. So it was pretty easy. Not too shabby. That's true. 
Yep. I'm going to make a prediction now, and this is what I'm hoping for. Go I've for it. Re- I've been really laying down some hints. Really, really laying down a lot of really fat hints that I wanted a pair of Jordan 11s or the Concord. Yeah, yeah. Or the Jordan Retro Spider Man ones that just came out in that new movie. Uh, I'm really laying hints down. I've been sending websites and I'm oh, thinking. Oh, the uh, retro ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The retro ones. I'm thinking maybe, maybe Sarah pulled the trigger on it is what I'm really like. Now, I've got my hopes way the fuck up. And I'm trying not to have them way up, so you know Christmas morning. Don't might have be them there. way up, man. I, I have them super way up, super way up. I feel like she might have been like, "Hey, I found this great Chinese website that makes those Jordans <laughs> that you want so bad. I ordered you four pairs because they were only forty five bucks yeah. each." <laughs> yeah, you were gonna wait. You, the ones you found were three hundred. I found these ones for forty, so I ordered a couple pair. Oh, cool. Yeah, so cool. Yeah, yeah so uh, taper, Yo, taper your expectations. We went and saw that Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, and it wasn't because I'm a super Marvel fan. It's because I was single dad and desperate for shit to do, and Cashy uh, actually Brighton said she wanted to see it. So we went and saw it, and it was absolutely stunning. It was fucking awesome. Highly recommend yeah. it. You did recommend it last podcast, and I still have yet to check it out, but I think I'm trying to get my son amped up for it. Um, you know, his ampage for movies is weird because we'll literally why, like, I mean, I just go back to this one instance. We actually went to the theater. We saw Coco. He loved it. The music mm-hmm. aspect of it. Yep. He really loved the movie. And so it was coming out on DVD. I said, hey, did you really like Coco? Would you like to watch that again? And he was like, yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll buy it. I bought Coco. We haven't watched it not one time. I have tried to initiate it. I said, hey, remember that movie, the guitars, the singing about uh, Mexican culture? And he's like, yeah, meh, meh, whatever. And I'm just hmm. like, dude, do you want to watch the movie? No, nah, whatever. You just got, I find you got to just put them <clears> on. <throat> you, can't, you can't really talk them into movies. You just got to put them on and let the colors, you know, get them in a trance and then you're good to go. And then all of a sudden, the other day, he was like, do we have Coco? And I was like, yes, we need to watch that sometime. I'm like, all right, man, cool. I guess you've got it all figured out now. Well, they're they're funny like that, aren't they? Way, way too funny, man. Mm-hmm. All right, Chris, final thoughts. Uh, what do you want to leave the people with? Uh, we will be back with you guys uh, next Thursday. Will we? Are we going to wait till Thursday, or are we going to go Christmas Eve or something funny? Well, you never, guys. Just, just you guys wait and see. Well, we're going to drop some. Shake it, shake it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we're just going to do our thing. You know, fuck it. Maybe, maybe we go on. Maybe we go Sunday. Maybe we do whatever the fuck we want. Maybe we go out Tuesday morning. Right. Yeah. Who knows? Right. Maybe we maybe we podcast with Santa Claus. (laughs) Okay. Sold. Right. Done. Done. All right. Yep, that's it. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. We'll see you when we see you. That's it. Yeah. Word. 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 All right, right, guys. I've been Daryl. And I've been Chris. And you guys have been absolutely awesome. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever. Festivus for the rest of us. Peace. Peace.